there's a very odd girl that is uh, meeting him in school and tell, tells him, okay, if you can catch me, you fuck me. Welcome to Porn and Coffee, the weekly adult industry podcast, bringing you the latest from the greatest in the adult entertainment industry. Naked and caffeinated and ready to go. Here are your hosts, Jay Copita and Thomas Scab Helen. Hey everybody and welcome to Porn and Coffee. My name is Thomas Gavelin. I'm from Bowtie Digital and with me all the way over in Texas, Houston, we have a problem. No, we don't because we have Jay Copita from whynot.com. Thomas, always a pleasure to be here. And I'm getting that my internet might be going in and out because I do live in a third world country, you know, with Trump being here and everything. So are you even, yeah. are you even hearing me right now or am I being censored? It's like in and out, just like missionary, you know? Yeah, It's right. like really there, okay. but it's working. So. Yeah, we're going to go into the gaming industry today, right? We're going to get into an industry in our industry. We're going to talk about adult games. Yeah, we're going to take a different direction here, and this is something that I'm very unfamiliar with. So I have a feeling I'm going to learn a few new things today, but we are speaking with P. Rosso, a very colorful man who is this one of the, one of the founders and CEO of uh, Kinkoid Gaming. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to uh, doing something different this time. I like something different, huh? Yeah. A little variety. A little variety. That's right. There's not all missionary here in Porn and Coffee. We are taking a different route this time, people. That's right. A little cowgirl. So, before we go into the action, let's say we're going to listen to some of our sponsors. And they sound a little bit like this. Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, Mofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Twisties, Babes, Wicked, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Romo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites, and Nutaku.net, N-U-T-A-K-U.net to promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, pay top CPM, PPS, rev share, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to adultforce.com today and check them out. And we're back. Thank you very much for joining us for this edition of Porn and Coffee. We're going to do things a little different this time around. We have with us a fine young man, goes by the name of P. Rosso. He is a video game developer He's the CEO and one of the founders for Kinkoid Games. So we're going to get a little kinky here. And uh, before too long, I think we're going to know a lot, at least uh, what goes on in the world of video game developing. And uh, we might even be able to see Thomas naked. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So thank you for joining us, P-Roz. So I know that was kind of a long-winded intro, but I've never met you before. And I'm really looking forward to getting uh, getting a little uh, deep and dirty here with you. (laughs) <laughs> well, if we, have never, if we have not met, probably we'll meet if you go to events in Prague or Amsterdam in September. We'll be there. No, yeah, definitely do that every year. Okay, but today will be uh, a little warm-up. Yeah, Jay always needs a little warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is here. That's right. Hey, Piroso, let's go into this thing. Um, I mean, because you, uh, you, you have now an adult game company. And uh, where did this adventure you know, start by building this nasty, as you will call it, independent <laughs> French video game studio? Um, I think it's all connected to how I started in the adult. Uh, it's a long way. I started in the adult in 2005, in a, working for an affiliate company, a French affiliate company. 
the company that uh, made uh, EuroLive uh, or Yes Messenger. So at, yeah. the, at the time, so it's, it's Carpe Diem. This is how I started as a marketing manager there. Hmm. Uh, spent two years there. And then after two years, uh, <laughs> with two friends from working in the company, we decided that we could create our own company. So cool. 2007, we made um, our first uh, company that specialized in uh, email marketing for affiliate programs. So nice. we were outsourcing for affiliate <laughs> programs. And we started really small. And in 2010, we were sending 14 million emails per day. So that Sweet. was a bit spammy, but uh, quite quite <laughs> decent for revenues. And this is where we decided that we would invest in different things. Yeah. Wow. At the time, we were really bored with porn. So we wanted, <laughs> we wanted out. So yeah. we invested in mainstream projects. Okay. Um, we created a, a platform like a Facebook a Facebook platform, but for uh, comic book lovers um, okay. and a publishing house for comics and manga. It was a huge failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, not a failure because people like it and the, the site is still out there, but uh, we lost a lot of money. So it was, yeah. it, it, no, it, it was really nothing to cover. We invested 200,000 euros and I think we'll never <laughs> see them. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. So, but we, we still continued outside in the mainstream and we rose funds uh, in, a, in a poker venture, poker and gambling. So I've been mm. in poker and gambling for three years and a half. We rose close to a million euro in, in, in uh, two rounds. So it was a very interesting, inve- uh, very interesting thing. Mm. But after, after three years, we understood that we were not cut for the poker business and affiliate in uh, affiliation and everything in poker because the market is too mature and because there's no space for, for new products in, in poker. So at the time, yeah. we thought, okay, now we have uh, two, two options. Uh, either we ditch this and we move on to something else or we create a new company. And we decided to keep both companies. So we we. We keep the, the poker, but as a gamification company, and we are specialized in the mainstream. And now we, we work, we got acquired by a big French company. Congrats. Thanks. Well, it's not as cool as it sounds because we, we, <laughs> we lost all the freedom we wanted. Of and, course. Uh, I mean, it's, it's cool, it's profitable. We work for banks and insurances, but it's not sexy. You know, that's <laughs> the thing about this industry, any facet of this industry, everything is a lot is not as sexy as it sounds. Exactly. A lot of people outside, they don't get that, you know, the industry. I mean, you know, if yeah. people could see yeah. what, see what, you know, the, what Thomas looks like right now. I mean, the guy think, you know, most people would think this guy has like the most amazing life. And in a lot of ways he does, you know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll just leave it at butt and let you fill in the blanks. And with me, multiply yeah. that by 10 and it's that much worse. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the thing is that 2015, we, we thought, wow, we, we, we had enough of the porn in 2010, but 2015, we thought, oh, we really miss some of the good parts of the porn. The freedom, mm-hmm. meeting really <laughs> cool people, having really cool parties. And mm. actually, in the gambling, you have a lot of, a, a lot of big parties. And I think it's, it's very hypocrite because you have more sex, I think, in the gambling than in the porn. And now when, <laughs> when you go to trade shows in the porn, people are really serious. We have a few drinks, blah, 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 but it's not like super cool orgies. Or maybe I'm not invited to the good parties. That's just maybe yeah. that. Also. 
Maybe we should start inviting you to those parties. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> the, the kind of parties where you need to uh, walk in with a hazmat suit because there's fluids flying everywhere. <laughs> 2015, we thought, okay, we missed that. And this is where yeah. we, we thought, okay, what about... I, I had this idea of making a board game for already five or six years at the time, but yeah. no, nothing was concrete. And then I, met, um, I, I really made the solid market studies and I realized that there was a huge opportunity on the market. And also it was matching um, the creative aspect that we developed with the, the comic books uh, venture. It was matching the idea that we wanted to make video games because it's, we are a huge fan of games and it was like a, a childhood dream to make a video game company. Yeah. And, and it had the potential to be really profitable. So all this together was like, okay, okay, let's try something. And it was, it, it, it was really interesting to be maintaining the two businesses at the same time, even if it's a bit schizophrenic and crazy. And um, nowadays, I mean, we were really close to bankruptcy last year at the same time <laughs> on both businesses. And one year after, the game has a, a million and 200,000 players and is employing a bit more than 20 people and the, yeah. other, and the other company is also employing a bit more than 20 people so it's it's like cool <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah, everybody is you know in order to really appreciate success you have to have some kind of failure at one time or another i mean i'm not advocating obviously having a 200,000 euro failure because it's very tough to overcome uh but definitely yeah. you know that which does not kill you makes you stronger so much applies in any kind of business so you know Going to hell and back definitely uh, gives you preparation for enjoying the success that you get to have. Precisely, you don't you don't enjoy your beer the same. No, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> when you know when you know the value of one euro or one dollar, yeah. first you need to lose it, and when you get it back, you're like, oh, but actually it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, it's actually true. So Kinkoid Kinkoid have been for the market and for two years, right? Um, from the start, yes. But let's say that the, the, the real date is the launch of the game. That is, uh, we are having our anniversary next week. Okay, awesome. Okay, cool. Now, I want to get into Kinkoid and, and everything you guys are doing there. But, I mean, you have been, uh, you have been on some industry events that you are telling us. And lately yes. many people in, in our industry should have recognized you because <laughs> you are wearing all of those red suits and, and, and they really fit you guys and you stand out. So uh, where did this idea come from? First of all, thank you. You noticed us. So the, the plan yeah, of worked. course. <laughs> <laughs> it, it came from uh, an idea I got in the trade shows in uh, the gambling, in iGaming. Yeah. At some point, I found a very cool red suit, well, red jacket mm. that I was wearing in these events. And, uh, and people noticed me and they were like, oh, hello, oh, you're the guy with the red suit. And oh, I, was, I was thinking, okay, that's cool. People noticed me. And then there was this trade show where... I didn't want to wear it that, that time and I wanted to have a normal suit and yeah. everybody was like, hey, but what happened to your red suit? Where, yeah, yeah. Where, where, where is it? Oh, come on. It was so cool. Oh, I didn't recognize you. I was like, oh, fuck. Now, I, yeah. now I'm doomed with a red jacket now until the end of my life. life. You know what? Something <laughs> like that's a really good idea. I mean, you know, there's a lot of different ways to really make yourself stand out and have people remember you, you know, and what you wear is obviously one way to do it. And uh, another good way to do it, I mean, as of lately, is making really funny videos and playing them on social media. I mean, stuff like that really <laughs> does help. Yeah. Absolutely, for branding. I mean, a wooden bow tie, that was my way into the industry. <laughs> <laughs>
So. I noticed uh, you um, first time, I think, at a French party last year, right? Uh, Remember this? Uh, and the was... French party in Prague last year. Oh, yeah, but this, this, this one I went extreme because I had the wig yeah, also. Yeah, also the red wig. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I was there. That was in that really tall tower, right? That Pace yeah, like Cash was yes, doing? Yes, 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 yeah. yes. So then again, you can go too much, so people get a little bit scared and are not uh, afraid to talk yeah. to you. And then you can go back again with a red suit. But now we are making the whole team wear red suit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah on, on Izuka, my partner is... Uh, He's really playing the game. That's cool, because okay. this, this kind of this kind of thing, this type of branding, it's either you think it's cool, and mm. uh, and you appreciate wearing it yourself, and uh, and it's it's okay, or you force someone to have it, and it's, it looks ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it goes either way. <laughs> <laughs> so the, it's the the thin red line. The thing is with company culture, especially in this industry, is that you know this industry tends to attract people that are more edgy, whether, you know, the way they act, the way they work, the type of stuff that they work with. So it's, you know, it's not like the corporate culture uh, that, you know, a lot of us, when you worked in the mainstream, have to deal with. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Actually, actually what, what, what I really like in this general culture is that you can actually be yourself. Yeah. This is very true. You I mean, can go is. crazy and people, yeah. people will accept it. Yeah. Yeah. No, this exactly. is true. Let's go into uh, Kinkoid. I mean, you have talked a little bit about it already and the kind of the transition from, uh, you know, hentai uh, comic books uh, and over to the adult games. But, but tell us about the product. What, what is Kinkoid and what is the products that you are having? For now, Kinkoid is our game studio. Uh, we mm. want to become the biggest and the best uh, porn game studio ever. That's the ambition. Okay, and good. we start. We started last year with a, go, uh, a game called uh, Harem Heroes. Yes. So, <laughs> Harem Heroes is a uh, browser game. It's anti. It's uh, sexually explicit. It's uh, with manga illustrations, and it's freemium. So you can pay. You you can play for free, and you can decide whether or not you want to buy extras. You want to buy golds <laughs> and all. The story that we developed here was yeah. we wanted the game to be like a fantasy game. To collect all the fantasies and uh, of of men and to put them into a game, so the the idea of the of the game, the the pitch, is your hero is like a normal dude, a random normal dude that there's a very odd girl that is uh, meeting him in school and tell, tells him, okay, if you can catch me, you fuck me. So he's follow he's following the he's following the girl. It's a bit like Alice in Wonderland because then she's she's taking him in a parallel dimension. Yeah, and uh, in the Wonderland, she te she tells the the guy that um, all the women are are sexually frustrated, and that he is the chosen one. You are the chosen one as a player, and your role is to fuck all the girls and give them a lot of pleasures because the men in this Wonderland are just selfish and think only about themselves. So, so your basically, aim this game mirrors real life in a lot of ways and can prepare you for what's really <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah, it's educational. I will show it to my son. Seriously? Late, yes. Later. <laughs> Wait till he's twelve. And yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the, the, the idea is that you need to satisfy girls, and if you satisfy them enough, they join your harem. So you need to make the biggest harem of girls, and girls are so happy in the game that when they are really happy, they are giving you money so you can big, build the biggest harem ever. 
Dude. And then uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but this sounds like one of those ideas that we had around when Pokemon Go were coming up. Really? And we were like, instead of having Pokemon Go, we should just have a bunch of girls that you were trying to catch, and you catch them all, you know, through the game. Yeah, you this seems call to it... be exactly what you are having here. Yeah, I call it it's... Poke Girl Go. <laughs> well, it's the it's it's this time of game. It's a collection game, and. Uh, this is how we make money because most of the players they want to have all the collection of the girls, and yeah. if, every month we have an event special like Halloween event, Christmas event, summer event, and during the event you have exclusive girls that you have just during these two weeks, and they will never come back, and people go crazy for this. Sweet, and this is where you said you have like millions of users already. Yeah, one point two. Not one two million already. users. Are they from and all over the world or any specific place or language? Uh, 30% are from the US, 15% from France, 10 from Germany, and then goes with uh, UK, Spain, Italy, etc. Okay. So all the usual suspects, basically. Yeah. yeah. And this is it's also coming from countries that really like a manga and anti. So, yeah. so not all the countries have, the, have built this culture for manga and anti, but these countries... They, they are, I mean, I think we are targeting uh, men that are between 20 and 40. So basically okay. people that, that grew up with manga on TV. The, manga on TV. Explain this to, to Jay. He's an old man. Yeah. Uh, Japanese animation is, uh, is called anime. So yeah. all, the, all, the, all the cartoons, the Japanese cartoon, are uh, anime. So everything yeah, like Naruto, Dragon yeah. Ball and stuff. Some, yeah, that I, mean, I got. In France, we had it on TV. I mean, I was five when I was watching this stuff. And uh, for example, now we, so we are settled in Bulgaria. And in, in Bulgaria, they did not have anything of the kind. So when you yeah. tell them about stuff that are very common for us, like Dragon Ball, Naruto, they are like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? Let's ask you this. Because a lot of people are not at all, myself included, familiar with adult games in the industry. You know, mm -hmm. how are they doing? How are they doing overall? I mean, is there a lot of competition out there? Are a lot of people playing adult games out there? Is it still growing? It's still difficult to, to say, but it's very new, let's say, adult games in Western countries. It's just starting. The market is evaluated to 30, 40 million dollars a year. So it's still uh, minuscule, but it's growing. I think it was less than $10 million uh, back in 2014. And it really started with browser games. But if you compare it to major industry, so the, the industry is Japan. And the market there is estimated between 500 million and a billion yearly. It's, it's really difficult to get to get numbers, but it's actually close to a billion, maybe more. They don't disclose everything. It's just that uh, I, I had access to internal numbers from the biggest uh, the biggest player in the industry, so I can say for sure over 500 million. And probably because there's competitors and all, probably over a billion. So when you compare that the island is like 130 million inhabitants, something like that. And mm. they generate such a huge revenue just for the island, just for porn games. The ASD yeah. is, okay, what about pushing this type of game to Western countries, to the US, to Europe, everywhere, and create a market? Because right now the market does not exist. But right. I, I believe that logically we, we, can, we can really push it and make, make, it, uh, make it exist to the scale that it reached in Japan and make the market as profitable. To me, there's a huge potential. Let's say that if there is a billion revenues in, just in Japan, 
I think the rest of the world has to be double or triple. Oh yeah, for sure, right? Since this uh, thing with Audible came, I mean, this is the same as everything. Uh, you, you will not be able to go into app stores and stuff like this, right? And there is probably nothing happening on consoles in any way. So is it only browser-based games that you are playing with? Or how, how are the rest of the industry doing? The, that's the magic of it. The, the, the industry is not developing because it's blocked on all the stores, it's blocked on all the devices, so your only way so far is to go browser. So it's making it difficult or close to impossible for more, most game studios because they don't have the knowledge of acquiring traffic and yeah. developing in, the, in adult networks. And we do have this knowledge. So, mm. so we know how to develop, uh, to develop our game uh, through pop-unders and media buy uh, affiliation and everything. But there, there are companies like MindGeek that are yeah. developing their own platform and want to compete somehow with Steam, but making a Steam for porn games. Okay, oh. awesome. So they have, the, they have this platform, Nutaku, that we are partner with. And yep. uh, actually, they, are, they have been uh, our first partners before the game launched. And Ooh, uh, nice. they have been really cool guy and really helpful. Yeah. So they have this ambition of developing and uh, I don't know, probably MindGeek can make it develop the market. You know, that might be a good opportunity for us to uh, do a quick commercial plug or a sponsor plug, Thomas, huh? because uh, Nudaku is part of MindGeek, which is also part of Adult Force, which has been supporting Porn and Coffee now for, God, the better part of a year. Yeah, about a year now, I year think. A half, yeah, absolutely. A half, so absolutely a big shout out for them. Okay, so, yeah. that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about you. You're a Frenchman, as far as I uh, can understand from your accent. But then you <laughs> then you moved to Bulgaria, right? Yes. If I'm not mistaken. So, what what is the reason for this? What is the difference between running a company in France and and in Bulgaria? We had this opportunity with my partner to move in 2008 because we had friends here yeah, that uh, had a video game company. So okay. it was at the time of the emailing company. And uh, mm. at the time, we were running our business from Belgium in Brussels. Yeah. Our, our clients were in France, uh, Luxembourg, Switzerland, Spain, UK, nothing in Belgium. So we were already operating from a distance. It was the first year of activity and we were thinking, wow, the taxes are going to kill us. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and we, want to, we want to move to, to a sunnier place. And yeah. so the opportunity <laughs> arrived really on time. So we moved... Uh, the, our friend really sold us, like, oh, come to Bulgaria. Beautiful women, low taxes, a lot of sun, you're going to have fun. And, uh, okay, that was a good sell. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, but you also talked a little bit about your mainstream company. We are not going very much into it, but as far as I know, there is some gamification going on there. Um, my question is then, is there anything in the adult industry, in our industry, that we can learn from the gaming industry? Yeah, of course. A lot, yeah. but when you when you, s I think that the the smart companies are already taking advantage of it. When you see yeah. Chatterbait, for example, has a lot of gamification elements. Absolutely, uh, a lot the of cam industry has been good. Exactly, a lot of the mm. cam industry they are, they are really using excellent mechanics, and mm. uh, I think they don't have anything to learn from our gamification. <laughs> no, <laughs> they are already very very good. What about the tube sites then, and uh, maybe also like the the old uh, you know uh, membership sites that we are doing? The, the thing is that in our industry, sadly, a lot of the products are not clean products, mm. and you don't have anything behind, like a lot of the dating sites that are just there to uh, 
to squeeze your money and make you believe that your something is going to happen while you're talking to a bot or to yeah. an animator. So did, uh, I mean, gamification is something you can use to create engagement and make the person come back and use again and again and again your service. Yeah. So cannot match with a lot of the products in the industry. But for, yeah. we, for webcams that are products where you really want to have super high retention and uh, seduce the client until they, until, they, until they crack and they spend all their cash on, on a girl, yeah. this is perfect. Really you see it, of course, in mainstream dating apps, you know, like Tinder and stuff, and especially the push notification to say that, hey, somebody just watched your profile. Yes. Makes you engage for like 10 to 20 minutes just to go through a new <laughs> profile. Front. So it's stupid. Mm. But you have been now in the, in the adult uh, industry for a while. Do you, do you have any fun, like, welcome to the industry moment? Like, uh, any industry stories of... Us, you can share with us, or anything crazy, or anything that's oh, oh my god, you know what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, there's a lot of them, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't hey. know what to start. It's it's a lot of the stories about the others, actually. Yeah. Um. So, someone told me in the industry how they made business with Japanese uh, okay. in anti games. So okay. it's not it's not a story that I've witnessed, but uh, I, 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 I can tell the story of someone else. Can I? Okay, sure, <laughs> sure. sure, Go ahead. So the yeah. um, so these guys they they are invited to hopefully sign contracts with uh, Japanese publishers, yeah. and um, they explain me that when they are welcome, they are welcome in a Japanese mansion, and that the boss I imagine it like a yakuza is is welcoming them and is not talking a lot and. Uh, his, uh, his pawns are, co- are going to them and uh, showing them catalogs without talking much because Japanese don't talk much, especially when it's about talking in English. Yeah. And they have to choose a girl in the catalog. So they choose their girl. And before starting business, it was, uh, it was about, okay, you get, you get your girl and you have a two hours massage sessions with sex, of course. Okay. And just after Ooh. they go out, the girls was... Make, make, making signs with their fingers and so they knew it all the all their team was invited and uh, the finger was to to know how, how often did they come so there was a competition <laughs> to know how, how much did you come in your in in, in your in your escort <laughs> okay and it, it, it was two versus three versus four and it was I, I was imagining this story and i was like this is cool this is really cool this is a beautiful industry so <laughs> So, so that's my landmark. When we really make it, we will have a mansion and we will invite people for uh, for for business conversation and all. It will always start like this. So be prepared. <laughs> be prepared that when we invite you to the King Koid mansion, it will start like this. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that sounds like a really like welcome to the industry moment for sure. <laughs> not bad. Not bad at all. So this gaming industry can be really fun. Let me ask you, is there a way to marry this stuff together? I mean, as far as like the future of gaming is concerned, are we going to incorporate, do you think, dating or cams or at least virtual reality? Because, uh, you know, I see VR taking off more in the gaming industry than anything else, if I'm not mistaken. But, you know, what are your thoughts about where things are heading? Um, I'm really, really extremely interested in VR. And uh, one of my ambitions will be to make the first porn VR game. Okay. For Kenkoid Games. Yeah, I mean, RM, uh, RM Heroes uh, VR. The idea is, uh, is fun. Uh, we, 
We even make a, made a crowdfunding campaign. So we are trying to finance it with crowdfunding and re receive engagement from people. But the amount of money that um, is needed to create your VR game, uh, right now it's out of our league. We are talking about several hundred thousand euros just to have to have the beginning of some 3D. Yeah, right. So we are far. We are really far. Because then you are almost talking like 4K rendering, right? Yeah. But uh, tell me, what uh, what new stuff is coming from Kinkoid Games in the near future? Well, next month we're going to release the gay version. Okay. That will be the that will be huge actually because it will be. The first gay game ever, ever. Mm. <laughs> really, that is huge. That's what he said. So that's really cool. It's going, it's going to be called a gay harem. Ooh. Okay. So still in the hentai stuff, but uh, now just as a gay superhero. Yes. Awesome. So we're awesome. we're super proud of this one, and it's uh, super fun. And uh, yeah, that's the thing. And uh, in September, so. Kinkoid is the the name of our game studio, but we are mm. we will launch our affiliate platform and, oh, cool. and we will publish the, these games and maybe other games. Who knows one day through mm. the the platform and it's going to be called Gaming Adults. GamingAdults.com. GamingAdults.com. Awesome. So that's where affiliates that are really interested and that is listening to this podcast that wants to earn money on adult games, they should start signing up on that platform. Yeah. In August and definitely in September. Yes. This is uh, something yeah. to look into for sure. We will be in uh, we will be in Prague and we will be in Amsterdam to present uh, present the game. We, I think we just bought sponsor sponsorship for both events. Okay. And um, yeah, we're getting serious. Yeah, <laughs> you're all grown up now. <laughs> yeah, now we are big boys. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing your big boy pants. <laughs> yeah, we, we we can stop uh, signing uh, signing for the free affiliate tickets and make business in, in sofas. Uh, <laughs> we oh, can cool. we can have our own table. Woo -hoo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and now you need to think about giveaways and all that hurdle, right? Oh yes, yeah. Oh, that's hard. Oh, it's, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. So yeah, absolutely. So then we can try out your games and everything in in both uh, Amsterdam and in uh, Prague. Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, Mofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Twisties, Babes, Wicked, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites, and Nutaku.net, N-U-T-A-K-U.net, to promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, pay top CPM, PPS, rev share, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to adultforce.com today and check them out. I think we're going to end up very soon now. We have uh, learned a lot about uh, this uh, game industry. I mean, I learned a lot myself about the gaming industry, about uh, your part of the world, Pirasso, and, you know, I think a good way to end this might be asking if you have any particular shout-outs uh, to anyone in the industry who, you know, you want to give some credit to for maybe helping you along the way or someone to do business with, you know. These past years, we've been really thankful to all the all the people, actually the team in Nutaku, uh, especially mm. David and Tom. Uh, these guys are really cool and Robert. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, I mean, it's... it's it's especially enjoyable to work with these guys. Yeah. And, and but in general, the the industry is full of very cool people, and uh, I'm really happy to be back. Yeah, we need more people like you, more like innovative people that are also 
a little bit colorful and uh, <laughs> can put a new face in the business. So always welcome yeah. in uh, right. the new people. Will you guys be in Amsterdam and Prague, one or the other? Absolutely. I think Mr. J will also be in Prague, and he has a little award show going on. I'm going to skip it this year. Someone else can run the Why Not Awards. <laughs> no, you will be there for sure. So, uh, no, absolutely. Hey, so we're looking forward to that. Fantastic. Yeah, just, I'm, I'm very, very involved in the uh, European Summit Show in Prague. I have something going on with yeah. Why Not nearly every day. And, uh, of course, I'll be going to Amsterdam, which uh, I get a lot of business at that show, too. Those are two, two of the best of the year for me. Yeah, the, the, why, the Why Not Awards. I've not been last time, but, okay, this time I'll be there. I'll be cheering in the public. You should. You should. And also, if you like to ride go-karts, I think uh, Mr. Jacob Pita has a cart for you. Yeah, we're doing the Why Not Grand Prix on September 14th. It's going to be uh, at the longest track on the Grand Prix circuit for the year. And, uh, well, we've been doing this now for Why Not Grand Prix for seven, going on eight years now. And okay, uh, cool. the track in Prague is, is awesome. So if you get there a little bit early, which I think you should because there's a few days off in between, Amsterdam and Prague. It's definitely a must attend. The food there is great. The ambiance, everything. It's just really okay. A good that's, time. A, yep. that's a very good idea. Plus, I'm practicing yes. for 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 cards, so maybe yeah. I'm. Maybe I can become serious there. You should be serious there. There are some very serious players in this uh, tournament. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, before we end this, is is there anything that we have forgotten? Is there anything you want to add to this? Uh, episode no thank you i'm very grateful for your time and your interest and uh, i really like the questions it was really fun so yeah now i'm a bit frustrated because i i don't get to know you as much as you know me so i hope that we can fix that next time we meet you can It'll go happen. all the way back and listen to episode number one <laughs> no but definitely we will t we will talk i will uh, meet up with you for sure in amsterdam and prague so uh, we will get to know you for sure okay awesome thank you so much for uh taking part of this episode of pouring coffee thank you have a great day guys thank thanks. you and thanks to everybody that listened to that absolutely and for the rest of you guys next episode of course of pouring coffee we'll try to get that out next week for you in the meantime remember to work hard be good to people and try not to get lost or killed ciao Thank you for listening to Porn and Coffee. Be sure to check out what's brewing with us every week. 